2: Yeah, I'm here. Hey, what's up, what's up man? On? What's up, Mike? Did you see that clip of Mayweather Garden? Who was it? <laughs> the bone, bone collector. The bone collector. Why did he do that? Yeah, man. Why did he bad, do
1: that? <laughs> Stupid, right?
3: Hey, I mean, you know what? Floyd Mayweather is a competitor, man. So I can I can see him, you know, <laughs> stepping up to the challenge. And you know, some guys play basketball and they think they believe in their game. So right, you can't fault him for that. He just got dealt.
1: Yeah, yeah I oh, mean go. you yeah. wouldn't do
2: that. I, mean, I imagine you're probably a pretty sick baller, but I don't think you'd put yourself out
3: like that, would you? Yeah, you know what, man? I'm gonna I'm make the bone collector shoot a jumper. I'm gonna right. just sit back, yeah, and step back. Right. You've got the really foot speed. Real. you got I, the
0: foot speed to make it happen.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm gonna test the jumper and see if it's real. First, then I, you know, then I bone up. Right, right. Joined
0: by Mike Vick, who is Fox Sports NFL analyst. He now is the co-host on the Fox NFL Kickoff Show. Fox NFL kickoff show is going to be seen during the NFL season on Sundays at 11 a.m. Eastern on Fox. And before you jumped on, we're just speculating. At 38 or 39, however old you are, how fast do you think you could run the 40 right now?
3: Man, who knows? You know what? I mean, I still jog through the neighborhood periodically and work out from time to time. Um, My legs aren't in the best shape, man. So I'm going to say, man, I'm going to say around a 4'6".
2: <laughs> Real
0: slow.
3: Yeah, I said four or five, and they left. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying half four, maybe half four or five, but definitely. Um, That's I don't crazy. know, man. don't, don't, don't ever, you know, don't ever forget that I, you know, I'm still an athlete. Man. <laughs>
1: touch my God, well, I mean, were, genetics are. You're blessed. What hurts? What oh, hurts shoot. on you? What hurts on a on a daily basis from your playing days?
3: Um, only my ankle because I had surgery on the two. So that's what slowed me down towards the end of my career. I was supposed to have surgery. Um um many years and many, many years into the latter part of my career, um, like late, um, maybe when I was like in year ten, eleven. Um, just chose not to. Uh just played through it and um, you know, two years later I couldn't I couldn't take it anymore, so I had the surgery and uh you know, that's the only thing that I feel. That's the only thing that bothers me, you know, other than that. Um I'm I'm 100. Mm-hmm.
2: That's amazing. I saw uh, Deshaun uh, Watson. I saw I think it was on your Twitter feed or somewhere. Deshaun Watson picked you as the guy to interview him as, what, for the NFL 100 or something. Maybe maybe a, a, you were like his role model or whatever. What what's that like to have yeah. the young players coming up still give you respect and you kind of be the role model for them? What's that like? Well,
3: I appreciate it and it's it's understandable. Uh, he grew up in Gainesville, Georgia, um, right there where I was. Um, practicing with the Atlanta Falcons at, at Flowery Branch uh, every summer. Right. So he got a chance to, to watch me firsthand. Uh, he got a chance to be in the Georgia Dome and, and see, you know, the excitement that the team brung. Um, and, and all the, the great things that happened, you know, in the course of six years. So I can see why that made him idolize me and made him dream a certain way. Um, and, and now he he has his own role. He, he has his own style of play, and I think it's really cool. He's one of the top young QBs in the league for sure. Yeah, for sure. Which which
2: quarterbacks in the league currently do you think kind of most emulate your style?
3: Well, I would say uh Lamar Jackson, uh for sure, and then uh Kyler Murray's right behind him, his style of play would be different. Then you got the guys who just uh play the game, um, you know, from you know, a mental mental and physical aspect from the pocket, pull it down the run, you you know, you got just Deshaun Watson and um Russell Wilson and Cam right. Newton. And, even Ben Rogers do it. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers. guys, it's not their style, but they use it to, to move to change. And that's what it's for. That's what it's about.
0: When did you kind of change in your career from just the physical to more on the mental side and getting the playbook? Because you definitely advanced later in your career in terms of reading defenses and things like that.
3: Well, I figured, you know, early, um, you know, even in year two with the Green Bay and, and well, just the 2002 season in general, I felt like I was making strides in the passing game um, under Dan Reeves and, you know, all the stuff that he did with Elway, I was learning and getting better at it. Uh, it was unfortunate that I got hurt in year in year three and then not play the entire season until the very end, and then they fired Dan. And then uh, from there, I had to learn the West Coast system. So, you know, that's when Greg Knapp and Jim Moore came in. So uh, it was a different learning curve. I had to start all over pretty much with verbiage and concepts. And so, you know, and – In three years, you know, that that didn't go well, and they left, and then Petrino came, and, you know, I didn't get a chance to play for Petrino, but he thought I was going to be the MVP of the league that year. So Hmm. I felt like my my progression in reading defenses, you know, started really, really early um, when I was with Dan in 2002. And, you know, by the time I got to Andy, I was just able to understand more and just put it all together. But, um, you know, when I was, you know, in the system from 2004 to 2007, the West Coast system, um, you know, it was a balanced attack, and I understand why my coaches did it that way. Tim really passed the ball heavy like that. We had myself, board done. So we took advantage of everything, but, man, I'm just proud of my progress throughout the years.
2: Mm-hmm. How do you see a guy like Dwayne Haskins progressing? He didn't play much in college, just the one year. Fantastic. Now, he doesn't play like you, obviously, right? He doesn't utilize his legs anywhere near the way you do. He's more, you know, all about the arm, right? The arm talent. You had both. Um how difficult is it to make that transition when you've only had one year in college, the verbiage? Hell, he hadn't even uh, run a huddle before, right? Called his own plays, that sort of thing. How difficult is that transition?
3: Yeah, it's not difficult at all when you have an opportunity to sit behind guys like Case Keenum, who has a ton of experience and, and uh, knows how to play the game. At Cole McCord. Um, it's not like he's been rushed out there to play. Uh, he has some time to develop. And, uh, you know, that's the most important thing for him right now. And, you know, I seen Jay Gruden at the golf tournament a couple of weeks ago and asked him the same thing. He just he looked at me he just said, it's going to take some time. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's very fortunate for for Dwayne to be in that position, man. You get to soak up everything. You get to gain a whole experience without having to be under pressure. And uh, that that makes it extremely easy when you step out there for the first time.
0: Talking to the great Mike Vick, who has a lot going on. He's got Fox Sports. You got the uh, Fox Sports NFL kickoff show, which you can watch Sundays at 11 a.m. this year. You got uh, So Hoodie. You're the ambassador for hey. So Hoodie. But I'm just curious, because you mentioned golf. Does Mike Vick shoot under 100 when he plays golf?
3: Well, I shoot under 85 when I play golf. That's, you know, it's I won't say that's haul- insulting because you don't know my game. But. I don't. That's I was asking. <laughs> he's insulting. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> like, I can come off the couch. I I, I I can go two weeks without playing and come off the couch and shoot 81, 82. Uh, I just can't get into the 70s. I can't I can't get into the 70s consistently because I don't practice enough and I definitely don't play enough. Uh, living down in South Florida is way too hot. So, um, you know, I'm picking and choosing my spots when my game is, you know, my swing is intact and, and you know, I'm putting better. So that's why the score... Well, then you've played
2: a lot. To be that good, then, in your life, you've spent a lot of time on a golf course, then. And you've had instruction. Uh, Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In 2011, during the lockout season, I was training, and I was training hard, but uh, every time, you know, I would, you know, speak to one of my coaches and ask what I was doing or where I was at, (laughs) you know, I was always on the golf course. and. Wow. Andy Ree asked me, you got to decide if you want to be a professional quarterback or a professional golfer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was golfing that much. Yeah. So, I mean. Do you play in you know, those
2: celebrity events then, Mike? Like, I don't see them. Yeah, I've in never that, seen them in Tahoe. In that Tahoe event or any of those. Why don't nah, you play in those? No, nah, you know what?
3: I, from time to time. So I stay away from those those type of tournaments. But I'm trying to get my game up so I can play in one in the future. Yeah, we
1: well, need it to sounds see like out you're there. on track. Um, Hey, do you want to give us your thoughts on just a t- horrible story? I hate to end the interview on this note, but a horrible story about Sweet Pea Whitaker, who was from uh, your neck of the woods uh, down there, in Newport News, and um, you know he was hit by a car. I still haven't read the follow up on the case. I don't know what happened with the guy. I don't know if it was a drunk driver or, or what happened. But you want to give us your thoughts on Sweet Pea?
3: I mean, Sweet Pea was the guy that I idolized as a kid. I mean, you know, taking the stuff back, I'm a huge boxing fan. You. You ask me about weight divisions, I know. You know about weight. Ask me about certain boxes. You know, past or present, I know. Um, Sweepy being from uh, Norfolk, Virginia, you know, 30 minutes from where I where I grew up, uh, and him being a professional boxer and the boxing was something that I loved, and seeing the greatness that he produced, um, you know, just really made me gravitate towards him and like him, you know, more as a person, you know, especially once I got to know him than a boxer. And, uh, you know, I just ran into him two months ago, man, and it was just so good to see him. Um, and, you know, just give him a hug, and I'm glad that I got a chance to hug him for the last time. Um, it's was just sad about what happened. And, um, you know, I, I think he lived a great life. I think he lived, like, the way he wanted to, and, uh, you know, he can, he can uh, leave out with that. Yeah, I said I, that was
1: my mistake. I said Newport News. It was Norfolk. He's from right. Norfolk. Right. Norfolk, yes. Hey, so so I might have
0: insulted you on golf, but since you mentioned being a boxing <laughs> aficionado, give me a very quick Thurman Pacquiao breakdown. What do you think happens this weekend?
3: You know, this one is really tough. I mean, you got you got a legend uh versus a guy who has the right mindset to be one of the best boxers you know, in his era. And uh, you know, I think it all starts with attitudes. And Keith Thurman packs a, a big punch. Um, so those who don't know boxing, if the guy hits you, he's gonna hurt you. And I can't recall a guy that Pacquiao has been in the ring with that has the type of punching power and skill to Keith Thurman has. So, but we know Pacquiao got that left hand lead that'll you know, that'll you know knock guys through ropes every time. So he got a punch. Pacquiao has a punch. Thurman has a punch. It's gonna be a good fight. It's all about who touches who the most.
1: Hey, Mike, real quick, is this a big year for Justin Fuente, in your opinion?
3: Uh, yes, it, it is. Uh, you know, I, I think, um, you know, Coach Fuente, he's been around, you know, a couple years. And, um, this is year four you now. You this would, is year four. Yeah, this is year four. Yeah, we would love to see him, um, you know, make some strides this year. Uh, make, see the team make strides. And uh, I, I, I know they can do it, man. It, they, uh, they have the right pieces in place now and, and uh, certainly got, you know, the the right offense to make some plays, but yeah, definitely you know going into year four, I think in any profession, you know, college or pro, um, as as a coach, you know, or a player, you know, you you have to produce. So, you know, I, I see coach stepping up to the plate. I see the guys playing hard. Uh, we'll see. Hey,
0: Mike, I don't know if you're aware of this. Our show's televised daily. We'd be uh, four guys who could wear so hoodie all the time <laughs> on TV every day. <laughs> I
3: like where you're going Look, with that. Look really cool, man. It looked really, really cool.
0: <laughs> if you want to put it on four middle-aged white guys, yeah, sohoodie. dot com. We got that market. <laughs> a expand lockdown. the brand for you.
3: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just you know, y'all. Sometimes you got to check your swag meter and make sure you, you know.
2: Oh, Mine's yeah, it's very long. Yeah, like not good. Good. It's good. good. It's not good. So yeah, I can use, we well, use some help.
0: We well, can yeah. use some help.
3: Well, it'll bump you up a notch. Get yeah, right for out. sure. All
0: right, sohoodie. dot com. He's got a lot going on, Mike. You've been awesome, man. Hopefully, we'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it. All right. All right.